Whoa, new bumper. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Everybody, it's me, Brian Wecht. And uh, I want to let you know a couple things. Number one, we have a video version of this episode available only on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash late night. And we also have some new merch. We have a hoodie that says stay safe, come hard on it in black metal. It's hard to read, but hey, you'll know what we're talking about. Go over to late night.com to get that as well. And hey, enjoy this episode, baby. Brian, it's been a while since it's just been the two of us. And I'm not sure if we've yes. done just a two of us with video as well. well maybe we haven't. That's right. Because normally we use it as an excuse so that I don't have to edit the video. Yeah. But here we are. Professionals. Yeah, that's, yes, that's what we do. Professionals looking for an easy way out. I, I think I said this the last time we recorded, but uh, I, I just think that in terms of decor choices for me, Putting a cowboy mm -hmm. hat on my 3D printer is one of the better things that I've done. I really like it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What would we call that printer? What's a name for that printer that evokes like an old West? Well, theme? well, to, to not to not go full um, uh, 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 Fallout New Vegas on it, but there is mm -hmm. a robot character in a cowboy hat named Prim Slim, which oh well, there we go, Print Slim. <laughs> Fuck! That's good. All right. That's. I thought that's where you were going with that. No, but that's perfect. I uh, when I first got the three D printer, I was in the middle of watching Moral Oral, and the mom's mm -hmm. name in that show is Blaberta, and <laughs> right. that was when all my three D prints <laughs> were fucking up, and so I've been calling her Blaberta. But Print Slim is pretty fucking good. All right, especially since Howdy, it print, since it prints so thick. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I would just like to uh, point out to people who are not watching the video version of this that when oh, we got my, onto the my call, fit. Brian, Brian was sit, is sitting in total darkness. The sign's off. He had black baseball cap. Oh, shit. Cap, I forgot the sign. That's the problem. Over his I, eyes. I have to turn on the sign. Hold on. Go Keep do talking. it. Keep uh, talking. I won't be able to hear you. And, and that, that was funny to me when I logged on, but then Brian turned his cap around and now I regret everything. There we go. That's a vibe. You did it. There we go. I did it. I can't believe I forgot to turn on the sign. See, this is because it's just the two of us. I, I'm acting less professional than usual. Also, I'm <laughs> sitting down today. Oh, oh no, standing. No moral superiority by being physically I higher can, than- I can stand. Here, oh, don't, here, here don't we go. Don't do that. You, you're gonna <laughs> I feel like this this angle is gonna continue pulling out and then some piano music is gonna trickle in and the camera is gonna follow like one single floating feather. <laughs> and he's back. I'm he's back. back. Yeah, from the camera perspective. Well, that must look cool as hell. Oh, it looks great. It was really um, ending of Forrest Gump, which is what I was describing in my bit. Uh, oh, right. Yes, of course. A movie. Uh, I saw that. Well, you're, let's see. Were you alive when Forrest Gump came out? I don't know. Was I? When did Forrest we? Gump. I'm going to say 97, 98, mm. 96. Lower. 
94. Wow. Yep. Okay. So you were not alive. Look at that. I was not alive. Um, it's it's certainly a movie. It's a movie that exists. Have you seen it? Yeah, of course. Uh, both, multiple times because it's one of one of the most like daytime TV rerun movies ever. Other than ABC doing Harry Potter movies every fucking weekend. Yes, I, don't know if I remember. I think it was Roger Ebert who called it an accomplished piece of cyber cinema. <laughs> I guess that's just when digital effects are really starting to pop off. And I remember seeing it in the theaters and being like, they what? Oh, my God. <laughs> like when they're putting them in with Nixon and stuff like it looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember oh, seeing it something not that look looked that good. Now. You know, I haven't seen it uh, in whatever, almost 30 years because it's bad. Yes. Um, but it, it's just so this is the reason the word mawkish was invented was for oh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Right. It's just so. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to claim it didn't work on me when I saw it when I was whatever. 94, 19, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, now I look at it. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? You, you know, know I was just. Yes, please. The in terms of movie that can accurately be described by the word mawkish i think the one of those that made me the most angry other than my dog choosing to bark right now listen i I, 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 I still have mouse problem uh and you still this, do oh no i do yeah this dog does not give a fuck <laughs> she does not care she will look out the window and bark at a dog across the street and there's like literal mice running around and she does oh. not even seem to notice them she's the size of what three mice taped together yeah she might actually just be an inside agent she might be three three mice in a flesh suit anyway what was i Can, saying oh yeah I don't know. worst worst mawkish yes. movie cider house rules i don't know uh, why i've never seen it i've never seen it so bad. Um, Hold on. Let me maybe yeah. also hate Cider House rules. <clears throat> so for those of you watching so. right now, we do have a rule, which is whenever Layden steps away from the camera to avoid a foot reveal, she turns down the flap so you cannot see her. So what I'm looking at right now is a black screen. But Layden, I don't know. Is she wearing socks? It's a good question. Nobody knows the answer right now. Nobody will ever know the answer. And that's why we choose to... Uh, put down the camera flap when Leighton takes a step away during a recording. Uh, it's a, that's a little bit of behind-the-scenes late-night trivia for you uh, late ears. <laughs> Have we ever used... Uh, I gotta tell her that when she comes back. I think we, that, that might stick. 140 episodes in. All right. She coming back. This is a fun game, too. Oh, I just, I just came up with a great word while I was monologuing. Oh. All right. The name for late night fans. Late ears. I was ready to tell you that I hated it, but I don't hate it. It's, it's not good. bad, right? Yeah, it's it's sounds very um maritime, you know. Oh wait, like privateers. Didn't I, didn't I make a joke about this with the Lumineers a few episodes back? There was something like that, right? With the, I, when we wait, had the wait, bothering wait. the band people on? Is that right? Was the, I feel like was I've the said joke this before. just that I like the the you saying that I love the Lumineers or something? I don't know. Do you love the Lumineers? I don't know, but it does sound like something you would make uh, AI latent say. Oh well, do you want to tell everybody about this? Yeah, 
so we 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 currently are using Zencaster, and I'm I'm a little worried to talk shit on Zencaster uh, because it seems to know and then crashes. Yes, you're about like three megapixels right now. Yeah, you same with you. I, I can't see shit. The defining feature of you right now is the little space in your backwards baseball cap where I can see the skin of your forehead. <laughs> Hell yeah, there it is. That's about it. Um, actually, I'm taking for posterity. I'm taking a screenshot of this just you know oh, yeah. to show how this is. This this will be a great um, Instagram post for Jared. Yeah, here I'll t- I'll take one of you and you take one of me. So I don't want to reveal any great. of my. T- oh, actually, now suddenly. Why are you doing it with good. your phone, you old man? Oh, a screen. Sorry. Why? Why am I doing it with my phone? That was stupid. <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, I AI try Brian not to know. Do that. There we go. Oh, just just as you were drinking too. Perfect. What a shot. Amazing. Zencaster's been giving us a lot of problems, and like much respect because this show would not exist for like a hundred episodes without Zencaster. But it kind of True. sucks. And so we've been <laughs> considering seeing other people. Um, yeah, opening up tough. the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zencaster isn't super happy about it, but whatever. <laughs> but we're in a position of power and Zencaster is just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Um, wow. That that came off really manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. I, I, uh, I'm a good person. I swear. I'm like the best guy I know. <laughs> That's the thing that good people say all the time. That's they right, all the time. Insist that they're a good person. Yep, and smart too, and a nice guy. But so Brian did some. You're the one who found this. Well, because so, so I heard uh, on the Skeptics Guide to the Universe, Jay Novella did all their voices on it, and I was like, and and said the app they used. I'll just name drop it, Descript, and I was like, oh shit, this would be fun, and so I logged on to it um uh you know opened it so i opened up uh i booted up my computer and then i opened up my browser and i googled it <laughs> so i went to google.com and i typed it into google uh descript i wasn't sure how to spell it i thought it was going to be spelled with a y but it turns it spelled exactly like it sound like description but without the shun and then i found it and i downloaded the installer and I installed it, and then I signed up for a plan, and then I used it. Yes. And what did you find? I don't know. That's not the interesting part. Okay, great. Well, so so what's neat about it is that it'll, it allows you to edit podcasts and audio by editing the transcript that it generates. Yes. Which is very cool. But it also, you can upload training data, and as long as you read their little statement that I won't say the exact verbiage of. <laughs> their consent like, statement. Yeah, you saying your name and saying that it is okay to make a, a, a simulacra of, of yourself, and then you wait 24 hours, and then it pops out the scariest shit you've ever heard in your life (laughs) (laughs) it's really good like it is recognized so you did this for you and shared your voice with me and i did it for me and shared my voice with you and it is like recognizably our voices you know it's it's scary it pronounces some words weirdly including your name by the way yeah i had to start misspelling my name so it would say it right but then when i misspell it it says it perfectly l-a-y is that how you spell it so it says it yeah 
um, like L-A-Y-T-O-N. Yep. And then it says it. Yep. Perfectly. Otherwise, it says Leeton. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you have to finesse it a little bit, but it is like, it is very funny and how also much, terrifying. How much training data did you give it? I just voice? ripped my audio from the Andrew Wong episode and threw it in. So I'm not sure how much that is of me speaking, but it's definitely, you know, I guess it's 30-ish minutes, probably. Got it. Because I gave it the full deep cuts, mega cut. And oh, that's a also, long one, yeah. Yeah, I also recorded. I feel like you can hear it because your the the way that it assembles your voice is very here. Let me just play a thing that you've said. Hey, everybody, it's Brian here. I just wanted to take a second to address something that's been on my mind for a while. As we all know, I'm a musician, and I put a lot of effort and energy into making the songs we use on this show. Every time we introduce the segment What's Poppin', I like to ask the guests what they thought of my theme song. I'm ashamed to say that I so often ask this question and draw out this introduction for as long as possible because I just want people to hang out with me more. In short, I'm sorry for wasting everyone's time with my What's Poppin' introduction, and I just wanted to issue a formal apology to my co-host, Layton, who is always right. Thanks, and enjoy the show. With that in mind, it's time for our next Pretty big of you, you know? I think that's great. And then, yeah. uh, (laughs) In it, like... That could plausibly be me. If you weren't listening super carefully, yes, that sounds like me. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's lo- exactly how it is because I accidentally uh, pressed play on it and didn't realize and I thought it was just playing another episode and then you started talking about the way of Jesus Christ, which is what I was <laughs> pasting in. Um, I, uh, I was showing it to Rachel yesterday and I had you read the Gettysburg Address. Oh, did I do a good job? I, there were some words it didn't totally get, but yes, you generally did a good job. Here, I'll play. I'll play the other one that I did that I'm talking about, so I can comment on the way that it messes with my voice in this one. With that in mind, it's time for our next segment: a moment of prayer. When times are tough, we can always count on the loving wisdom of our Lord and Savior, Pastor Brian. Would you lead us in today's prayer? Of course, Jesus. I ask your Holy Spirit to help me now remember, confess, and renounce my sexual sins. Lord Jesus, I ask your forgiveness for every act of sexual sin. You promise that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us. From all unrighteousness. I ask you to cleanse me of my sexual sins now. Cleanse my body <laughs> and my spirit. Cleanse my heart and mind and will. Cleanse my sexuality. Thank you for forgiving me and cleansing me. I receive your forgiveness and cleansing. I renounce every claim I have given Satan to my life or sexuality through my sexual sins. Those claims are now broken by the cross and blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm sending this to my grandma. <laughs> my sexual sins. The way the way it says my sexual sins. I like that a lot. Yeah, I um I I It's really I, great. I realize I, I was googling like prayers for sexual sin. <laughs> oh, and did you and just you. paste that in? Yeah, very very grim Google by the way. Um, oh god. But then Hold I on. left well, it I left it no, open I'm on Google my browser right. and came back and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> prayers for sexual sin? Not sing. Nope, not sing. Sins. What else? What else did I do? I pasted a bunch of oh, um, there it is. T- touting the benefits of essential oils for you. I pasted a bunch of glowing reviews of Knives Out from Letterboxd, mm-hmm. which was pretty funny. This rules these sexual sin prayers. Yeah, I've uh, you know I've been really I've mentioned this several episodes in a row now, but I've just spent a lot of time thinking about organized christianity as a religion and i've been just like Ooh. idly googling you know biblical biblical perspectives on masturbation or just like trying to get to these things where it's like 
We are Christians. We are here to help you with your problems. Masturbation is a sin. It's abnormal. You're wrong for doing it. Here, here, one of the auto uh, searches, related searches, I mean, it shows up the bottom is uh, Catholic prayer before making love. Oh, my God. I got to read this. Yeah, you, you got to. Hold on. Well, actually, what I should do is... You should make fake oh, Brian did, read it. Did, did this go like it looks like it went viral in 2009? New Catholic sex prayer. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Dear Jesus, I hate myself. I should I hate f- myself. My partner hates themselves. <laughs> we beg for your forgiveness in doing this disgusting, awful, sinful act that is reserved only for the person you love. Yet again, you have saved your entire life, your precious uh, pearl of virginity, to do this disgusting, horrible, awful act, but only with the person you married, because you love them Uh, so much, and for the purposes of procreation. First of all, I love that. That's great. I'm going to put this into the script right now. Do it. And have it read it. Okay. Uh, New project entitled Sex Prayer. (laughs) Create Project. There it is, speaker. Now I got. I have a lovely drop-down menu. I can just pick Layden. There you are. That's Let's me. see. One thing I haven't uh, mastered with this yet is, do I have to click play to get it to play, or it just does it? I so it takes a second to process and generate the voice files. So I've been like yeah. clicking around on the text just to like try to get it to start, and that seems to work. Yeah. So like you kind of have to wait until you can see the waveform at the bottom. Yeah, I can't see that yet. Okay, it might. Do, do you have oh, like there a? There it goes. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Oh, That's how I have fast it. it is, folks. Wow, that was awesome. Okay, so let's see. It's not totally done. Okay, here we go. Sex prayer. I'm gonna call this actually latent sex prayer. Dot <laughs> MP3 save. Auto export completed. Okay, mail it to myself. Here we go. This is exciting. Real time. Real time here. Subject LSP for obvious reasons. Oh. Okay. Latent sex party. All right. Actually, this seems pretty good. All right. Send. Oh, momentary moment of terror as I realized, did I accidentally send this to someone else? I did not. <laughs> See, like that, that would be like, the that would ultimate. reflect poorly on me, not you, because that's... that's- well, welcome to how I've engineered my life. Okay, here we go. Okay. Father, send your Holy Spirit into our hearts. Place within us love that truly gives, tenderness that truly unites, self-offering that tells the truth and does not deceive, forgiveness that truly receives, loving physical union that welcomes. Open our hearts to you, to each other, and to the goodness of your will, it says. Cover our poverty in the richness of your mercy and forgiveness. Clothe us in true dignity and take to yourself our shared aspirations. For your glory, forever and ever. Mary, <laughs> our mother, intercede for us. Amen. The voice breaking on glory. (laughs) That one wasn't so great. Although I should have add something, you know, and let us come crazy hard or something. That would be a fun addition to that. I mean, there's so much. There's no mention of like on my knees for Jesus. There's no (laughs) Jesus is coming. Like, come on. Hold on. I've got I've got my own prayer that I'm going to make you say. Just okay, give great. me a moment while I fix this. I discovered that things in parentheses, it will skip over. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
Let's see. So I, I guess that sex happen. prayer was, it, it looks like it was published in a prayer book, quote, a prayer book for spouses, which was uh, an English thing that came out in 2009, I think. Mm -hmm. And someone's asking on the blog I'm reading, would this be a mood killer or is it actually sexy? Uh, leaving Some... just enough room for Jesus in your 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just. I think it's, you know what? I bet there are some people that would be turned on by that. And yes. I only say but, that but, because okay. of the, yes. But please. listen, as somebody who has famously written a fucky priest, uh, that's not. The, again, this is the Bible is so horny. You have so much material. Oh, it's the horniest you thing ever. Yeah. Really, really just go for it and make it hot. It's possible. This is this is our wedding night, and we have never even kissed in our entire lives. We have been told that as a woman, you know, my purity is a Christian woman. I'm I'm saving it for my headship and yeah. my 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 uh, Lord's my servant headship? heart. Sorry, can you use the, can you use that word Head, again? Headship, headship. I, I don't know what that means. If you're a Christian lady, your husband is your guiding, your fucking headship. That's what they call them sometimes. What? Oh, wow. I've never yeah, heard that horrible. term before. Oh, your you know, prayer's that, ready. Well, that reminds me. I'm going to tell you a story while you're... Uh, well, you export that. Yeah. So um, this is appropriate because uh, yesterday was my 15th anniversary. Wow. Uh, married to Rachel. Uh, it was my 14th married to Susan. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> Which I just realized is the name of her mom, so that came out extra weird. But anyway, um, it's uh, what's the Mister Show line? One of my all-time favorites. Well, my girlfriend hated it, and my boyfriend hated it, but my wife loved it. Uh, uh, the so anyway, it's uh, on our wedding day in St. Paul, Minnesota. 15 years ago, almost to the day, uh, we had reserved a fancy hotel room uh, for that night. Just be like, hey, let's get a nice hotel room. And uh, we, we do the reception, we do all this stuff, and uh, we had a great day. Wedding was awesome. Reception was great. No one got too drunk. A bunch of my friends from San Diego did bring an actual suitcase full of beer into the open bar reception, but so be it. Um, and so we go to this fancy hotel. Rachel's still in her wedding dress. I'm in my suit. And uh, we get up to the check-in desk. And this woman, as we walk up, you know, and we say we're checking in, her eyes kind of open wide. And she goes, oh, well, uh, we've actually had a group of uh, international business travelers whose flights got canceled. So we no longer have your room for you. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I did my thing where I, I was just like, what, what do you mean you don't have the room? We made this reservation like months ago. Well, I'm very sorry, but there were a bunch of stranded travelers. And, you know, the implicit thing being they're more important than us. Well, it's uh, like but, my wife is here so in her wedding dress. Yes. So I, I did my thing where I start asking very pointed questions, trying to trap them in a cage of logic. Um, so I'm not going to get into that part, 
uh, I was very kind, as I always am. And eventually, you know, it, it becomes clear they're just not going to give us a room. They've made us a reservation in a different and much less nice hotel, uh, which isn't too far, but it's not the same place. And uh, so we realize we're going to have to change our plans. And then this check-in person looks at Rachel and she goes, look, I know as a woman how important <laughs> the wedding night is. And I was like, we, we, both of us were like, excuse what? <laughs> First of all, it's what year was that? 2007. It's like, we have had sex before. Like this, you know, we're adults. Like, uh, granted, some people haven't, but, you know, I think it's reasonable to assume that two adults getting married have had sex in this day and age. Uh, and I was also like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> What is going on? I'm sorry we've impeded on your ability to deflower your bride. Yes. Your virgin yeah. bride. Yeah. Let me, can we offer you a complimentary deflowering suite to make up for it? It's like, oh it's my fuck. It's a fucking broom closet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. With I a was, Bible. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Anyway, we went to the other hotel. I did get them to give us a bunch of free shit and a nice room for a couple more nights. Um, but yeah, it was just like, what are we as that as a woman has stuck with me as forever. A woman. As a thing a woman. I have, I have never said earnestly, but probably say every other day as a joke. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, this lady of, was 1 million percent serious. Good Lord. All right. I got a prayer. I haven't listened to this yet, but crawling in my skin Those wounds they will not heal fear is how i fall confusing what is real there's something inside me that pulls beneath the surface consuming confusing this lack of self-control i fear is never ending controlling i can't seem to find myself again my walls are closing in without a sense of confidence i'm convinced that there's just too much pressure to take i felt this way before so insecure crawling in my skin these wounds they will not heal fear is how i fall confusing what is real discomfort endlessly has pulled itself upon me distracting I, this is wow. like a minute 30 so you get the point i do that's amazing uh well yeah. that's i mean do it doing other song lyrics is by the way for the, did you say what that was it's it's crawling of course by lincoln park um yeah uh Doing other song lyrics is a good way to go with this. Uh, yeah. I, I do have a segment that I've been meaning to do for a while, but I've been scared wait, wait, wait. to inflict be on before, guests. Before yes. we move past the AI thing, I just yes, want to see yes, if yes. anybody at home has any good suggestions. I think we talked about recording an episode, transcripting it, and then swapping everything that we say. So Brian says everything that I say, and I say that everything yes. that Brian says. I think that would be funny. I don't know if that will work. Or if it will be completely unlistenable, even more unlistenable than well, this podcast usually is. Yeah, I was going to say, such is our philosophy of podcasting. Uh, but if anybody has this. ideas for nefarious uses of us suddenly wielding the power of AI. Um, or how we can steal you know. someone else's voice. Mm -hmm. Didn't they? I feel like the only other time I heard about this app was they talked about it on Double Threat. Or it could be a different podcast. But I oh, seem to they? recall Tom and Julie talking think... about... <gasps> trying to coerce somebody into saying the statement. <laughs> oh, wow. I wonder. Uh, so they they did the bit already, essentially. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. I totally forgot that. 
Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I have something it's doing here. Hold on. Let huh? me see. Is this done? I think it's almost done. This is pretty low hanging fruit. Um, well, in the next step here. is we get like GPT three or some other thing oh, to yes. generate an AI script, and then we get us to read the That's script. That's correct. But, That's the way to do it, and then we get yeah. Dali to you know make the poster. Make oh my god! Actually, that's a great idea. Um, we should do, okay. Great. Yes. Commit. Do we have GP, uh, GPT three access uh, or Dali access? We would have to pay for tokens, but it seems pretty reasonable and is also something I was thinking about doing anyway. I mean, so I'll it's look a business into it. expense. That's what I call business that. expense, baby. Throw that on the yes. late night card, which exists. Oh, there it is. All right, hold on. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna export this. Export audio. All composition. While you're doing that, I'll also bring Oops. up something. Yes, please, um, please. There's. You know, you know, on other podcasts, like when they introduce the show <clears throat> or, you know, midway through the show or whatever, they'll they'll play a drop. You're familiar with drops. Oh, I love drops. Yeah, I also love drops. Can we listeners, if you want to make a drop for this oh, show, wow. we would love to play it on the show. I just I love hearing them on other shows. And if anybody, you know, ever felt like making a sound real stupider more stupider than we usually are to some funny music or something. We would love that. Email us at latennight at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Okay, here we go. Now, I chose this one not only because it's a popular song, but because it has some words that I'm very curious to hear. Can you guess what, what I you? picked? That, that would be a good one, but it is not <laughs> the correct answer. Okay. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide? No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy because I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Anyway, the wind blows doesn't voice? really matter to. Wait, to me. Momia, just killed a man. Put a gun against his head. Pull my trigger. Now he's dead. Mama, life had just begun, but now I've gone and thrown it all away. Mama, uo, didn't mean to make you cry. <laughs> if I'm not back again this time tomorrow, carry on, carry on as if nothing really matters. Too late, my time has come. Sends shivers down my spine, body's aching all the time. Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go. That'll leave you all behind and face the truth. Mama, uo, I don't want to die. I sometimes wish I'd never been bored at all. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouch, scaramouch, will you do the fandango? Thunderbolts and lightning. Very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Figaro, Magnifico. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Spare him his life from this monstrosity. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Bismillah, no, we will not let you go. Bismillah, we will not let you go. Bismillah, we will not let you go. We'll not let you go. Never let you go. Let you go up. No, 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 no. Oh, mama mia, mama mia, mama mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me, for me, for me. So you think you can stop me and spit in my eye? So you think you can love me and leave me to die? Oh, baby, you can't do this to me. Baby, just gotta get out. Just gotta get right out of here. Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters to me. Anyway, the wind blows. That was incredible. That was actually better than I thought. I'm curious. It did this in the Jesus one also, <clears throat> where it's 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 giving me a little bit of the like cleansing me and baby. Yes, like, yes, I noticed that. It's what? interesting too. I I I hadn't put repeated phrases in before that. It's doing different reads on those. 
There's one like, I did for you where it kept a it kept breaths in, so it like genuinely sounded like you were crazy. talking. Crazy, <clears throat> wild. Well, look. First of all, this is late night with Brian Wacht. My name's Indeed. Brian Wacht. Over here, we have Layton Gray. That's me. Wait, should we should we make the thing say this is late night with Brian Wacht? Well, of course we fuck. Are you kidding? Of course. Play we that and then use that instead of this, and then maybe cut this part out or keep it in because you know professionalism. Uh, monologue while I do this. Uh, okay, great. Um, anyway, folks at home, uh, it would be cool if you sent us drops to use on the show. That would be really neat, and I would be very happy to hear from people if they wanted to do that. Um, it would make this feel like a podcast, you know? Because I listen to other podcasts, and I'm like, damn, that's a podcast. And then I listen to this one, and I'm like, Mamma Mia, let me go. Um... I hearing you type or hearing me say the lyrics to Bohemian Rhapsody reminds me that the only form that I ever want to hear that song in ever again is during I want to say the on cinema Oscar special number five the climax of which is Tim drunk having just destroyed Greg's VHS collection again screaming the lyric like screaming the wrong lyrics to Bohemian Rhapsody and that lives in my head rent fucking free just tim heidecker going all out with a scram damn damn <laughs> doesn't know the lyrics it's fucking the greatest in the world How's all right it going i think i have there? something here i'm okay, done excellent uh whoops i does it also terrify you existentially how easy it is for two dumbass podcasters to generate pretty convincing Audio well, I, the thing is, I mean, no, because I, it's so, as these tools evolve, the tools for detecting fakes will evolve. And I feel like that arms race will uh, kind of cancel itself out. So it doesn't, I mean, it's weird, but it doesn't really concern <clears throat> me so much. Sure. I guess I'm more concerned with the fact that like nobody does their due diligence anymore. And it's well, sort there of. Is that. If you like, let's say you did something like this for a public figure and it's like, oh, no, they said something bad and then released it. People don't yeah. care if it's debunked as fake. It's just the story's already out there. So I, I feel like things like that have happened and it's, yeah. you know, it, even it, it recently, really too. But yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> let's try this. No guarantees. That's our motto. Well, we're 56 minutes into the show and have not introduced it yet because of our professionalism. And hemorrhoids. Yes, and hemorrhoids. <laughs> well, everyone, this is Leighton Night with Brian Wecht, and my name is Brian Wecht, and over here we have Leighton Gray. I'm Leighton Gray, and I love podcasting. It is indeed high art. Horror, true crime, boobs, horror. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Let's play that once more. Well, we're 56 minutes into the show and have not introduced it yet because of our professionalism. And hemorrhoids. Yes, and hemorrhoids. Well, everyone, this is Leighton Night with Brian Wecht, and my name is Brian Wecht, and over here we have Leighton Gray. I'm Leighton Gray, and I love podcasting. It is indeed high art. Horror, true crime, boobs, horror. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> what, what did you type for the ha, ha, ha? Ha, ha, ha. Wow. Shit. I'm surprised it didn't do ha, ha, ha. There, I tried doing uh, an AWW and it did not translate it properly. I wonder, there, there are probably ways of getting like laughing or whatever, right? It 
presumably yeah. has that from the well you can also we change in. the quote-unquote style of speaking oh yes i'm not going to do that now because we have no. spent now 20 minutes on this ai but yes people send stuff in send stuff in you want us to say we will not be releasing these voices into the wild by the way actually i was very impressed that it had the consent thing on there yeah. it's you know certainly not foolproof but it's nice to see it because my first yeah. instinct was of course just to make your voice without you knowing and yes uh and then send something funny to you realizing that could be abused but it won't let you yeah. until you read the script that it says I, which I, is great i very very nearly dropped the one of you talking about essential oils in our group chat with jarek and then i was like nope that's immediately abusing this i'm not going to do that oh that would be thank you for that but that would be fine with me if it's just you me and jarek that's totally fine uh do you want to play family fredit i do i really do family 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 fredit well well uh, everybody welcome to another episode of family fredit in which we read ask reddit post titles and try to guess the top answers all right what are we sorting by um i'm currently looking at hot let's do top 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 this week how about that all right so uh first one here what is something debunked as propaganda that's still widely believed um that there are aliens at area 51 i don't know if but that's why propaganda believe. propaganda is such a loaded it's not just like a fake yeah. fact right the redditors it's also like, oh 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 it's it's gonna be like um the the mcdonald's case where the lady the hot spilled coffee hot coffee thing? on herself yes, okay. yes. that's my call because oh. reddit reddit loves that story yeah, so the I so she sued and won because the coffee was too hot, right? Am I Well, no, the the propaganda is that like McDonald's did this whole smear campaign on her to make it seem like it was a frivolous frivolous lawsuit, but the whole deal is that like I don't know if you've seen the pictures of the burns that she received. Are they awful? But uh let's see. What's the what's the phrase that I'm thinking of that stands out from the medical report? It's like labial fusion or something like that oh that's awful and also i seem to recall that mcdonald's has a history of lawsuits for their coffee being too hot so anyway that's the whole yeah i seem to recall the the coffee was legitimately insanely hot um i'm gonna say it's the you only use 10 percent of your brain even though that's not good one good one propaganda all right let's click on it yeah here we go all right Something about 9-11. Yeah, huh. indeed, a bunch of these are just facts. Lie detector uh, tests. Yep. Hey! Oh, McDonald's coffee. There it is. You got it. Boom. Nice. Crushed it. Yeah, let's see. What? Surely someone has said the... Uh, the fr- What was it? Labial. Oh, this is a good one. Tampering of Halloween candy. That's yep. true. That Napoleon was short. Mm-hmm. Marilyn MSG Manson is bad ribs. for you. Yeah. Uh, butter helps a burn. What? Oh, that's true. Uh, it does. It does not. But that is like I've an never old... heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Great. Love it. Okay. Moving on. Let's see. Uh... Oh, I like. I like this topic. What's the dumbest idea you had as a child that sounded completely reasonable to your child brain? I get to watch this in action 
every single day of my life now. So mm. let's see. What could this be? People quoting the John Mulaney bit about thinking that quicksand is going to be a huge problem when you're an adult. Mm hmm. OK, I like that. Yep. Maybe um, getting sucked into drains. That was a big one for me as a child. Something about was... like jumping off a roof so you could fly or something, you know, like with My... a parachute. Mm. Wait, I know I have to find it. Um, the dried no. starfish my mom got me would come back to life if I put it in the sink. <laughs> I thought you could. These are good answers. I thought you could replace the floor in your home with grass. Legit. Sincerely thought I could defend myself against most people by ducking and tripping them with sweep kicks. <laughs> that rules. Uh, ah, you can jump from any height. Hey, and you'll be fine as long as you land on your feet. Not quite what I was saying, but close. That's a family close. credit. I'm going to call that a win. Uh, yeah, I can't even find this thread, so I just trust your judgment. Someone used the phrase streets ahead. <laughs> <laughs> very nice uh i guess that's a thing now okay great um oh reddit reddit loves streets ahead and has for like over oh, really? a decade okay yeah uh what's something you're certain people only pretend to like uh me um oh let's see. Um, right olives. not a lot of answers uh olives, olives is a good one reddit hates olives is someone going to say something like, oh, Democrats or something? I mean, if you sorted by controversial, um, let's say certain types of music. Yeah, I was going to say like, it, it, no one's going to say anything this, uh, it's not even that obscure. I was going to say like Finnegan's Wake or, you know, some like mm. famously or Ulysses, some like famously uh, difficult piece of literature. Yeah, I'm gonna say like clubbing. That feels is someone like a just very, gonna say, "Yep, clubbing is a very good one." Reddit stance. Art in general. Is someone just gonna say art? David Lynch, maybe. Yeah. All right. Let's go in. Yeah. Report. Bosses' back. jokes. Boring. Nobody. Come on. Unsolicited advice. Boring. <laughs> LinkedIn. Nope. These are. No. These. Are, wow. Oh, someone did say me. Great. Uh, I'll, I'll claim that as a win. Not me personally, but just me. Oh. Uh, this, okay, this is bad. Fondant. There we go. That's a good answer. That is a pretty good answer. Rachel hates fondant. Fondant's awful. It's fun when it's like cake boss, I guess, and you don't actually have to eat it, but ugh. Uh, cake boss. Um, all right. We're, now we're down to the dregs here. All right, hold on. I have a good thread, and I'll drop you the link. Nope, I don't want to see what the answers are. I just wanted to. Th this is on season. This is themed. Okay. Um, what is are the you worst texting candy? It or where are you putting it? I sent it, it in, in the there. Zencaster okay, link. Okay. What is the worst candy? Well, everyone's gonna fuck candy corn. People are gonna say candy corn. Yeah, because they're wrong. Because Second, they're wrong. It's also gonna be people saying those peanut buttery black and orange wrapper candies that you don't really know what they are and my controversial take is that i fucking love those they're really good what are you talking i have no idea what you're talking about they're like unmarked they're like a weird sort of like uh i don't even know how to describe it. they're almost like a mary jane but softer but they're very like creepy like a, looking like a goldberg's no peanut chew goldberg's peanut chew type thing no 
maybe. Um, oh. But people are going to say NECA wafers, circus peanuts. Yep. Uh, red vines, maybe. Maybe red vines. Yep. Red vines um, are pretty fucking bad. Uh, her, someone's going to say Hershey's chocolate. Yes. And then somebody's going to be like, and fuck Nestle, which is true. Yep. Fuck Nestle. But yes. Um, uh, candy corn, by the way, I think we've talked about this a long time ago. We're just going to put it out there again. Candy corn is good. Yes. Candy corn pumpkins are especially good. Thank you. Okay. I was worried. I'm not sure if you and I had talked about this, but like, come on. They're great. I, I love little candy corn pumpkins. I can only eat a few at a time. I was tempted to, by the yeah. way, say 50 just then and pull back. <laughs> but uh, I can only eat a few at a time before I start to feel like, okay, even this is a little much for me. Uh, yeah. But yeah, candy corn is great. And give me a little thick chunk of it because I find the normal candy corn is not good enough. And by the way, I'm somewhat of a candy corn, candy corn purist. I prefer the original yellow, white, orange candy corn aesthetically. I don't like the brown on them. Yes. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm saying. Seems because my brain, my brain is like mm, chocolate. Chocolate. But I don't, exactly I don't want that right. in my candy corn. I want regular. Exactly right. Yep. Unadulterated candy corn. I also taught your daughter the word slander when I was telling her that candy corn <laughs> is good. Did you know? Did you know that she has never had candy corn? That is that true? I don't think she that's said true. she'd never had it. Remember, anything that happened more than a year ago doesn't exist for sure. a kid. Sure. I think she probably has had it. She was down on um, the idea. I was like, it just tastes like honey. No, it's better. Than, see, I don't like honey, but I like candy corn. It's good. It's very, it's very sweet. I wouldn't want a candy corn flavored anything. I just, I, I want a couple of pieces. Whenever I go to Aaron and Susie's around this time of year, which is a lot, they just, they, they have so much of it because they're, they're true patricians. They're, they're, they have taste. What about candy corn flavored ice cream, but it's vanilla ice cream with candy corn chunks in it. Sounds awful. Do you know how hard those are going to get? Yes, that's a good point. But then you melt the ice cream. Yeah, this is a good idea. All right, let's read the three. <laughs> okay. Pamler chocolate? I don't even know what that is. Don't know. Oh, oh. like the gross jelly beans. Black licorice. Yeah, everyone, blah, blah, blah. Somebody said candy corn, but specifically turkey dinner candy corn. I don't know what that means. I think that might be what we're talking about with the the brown candy corn. I don't know. Waxed hmm. lips. That's a good answer, but who the fuck is eating waxed lips for real? That's like, like, you shouldn't eat those. Yeah, th those are not good. It's sort of in the same vein as uh, nickel nips. You know what I'm talking about? Sorry, can that? you say that phrase again so we can get it <laughs> yes, clean? Yes, yeah. Nickel nips. <laughs> Why yep, did they that's, call that? Was my, that was my nickname. <laughs> Google it, Google it, and you will see what I'm talking about. I'm really scared to Google it. But. <laughs> it's N-I-K-L-N-I-P. N-I-K... Hold on. Spell that again. N-I-K-L-N-I-P. What? Oh, those. Nick L. Nip. That's what that's called? Wow. Yep. Those They're are nasty. horrible. Ugh. Dude, I yeah, no, thank th here's you. my fun nickel nip story. Um I, I was I was eating nickel nips that I bought from a Stuckies on the way home from a trip. And um my grandmother had just died of cancer. Uh and 
you know, my mom was taking a shit and I was eating nickel nips in the bathroom. And then that's well, how the story I, already has everything. <laughs> that's how I found out that my other grandmother died because I was like, man, crazy that Nana outlived grandma. And then my mom's shitting and she's like, oh, no, she died a couple of days ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I can never this see This might be Nickel my Nips. favorite story you've ever told. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's my life. That's that's pretty great. Yeah, I was uh, I chewing. Say, I was chewing, yeah. the, you know, because with those, you get that disgusting little hummingbird feet out of it, and then you chew the, the wax into, like, fake teeth or yep. whatever. And uh, that's what I was doing. <laughs> Wow. She's like, yep, both your grandmothers died. See ya. Oh, my God. Circus peanuts. That's a good answer. Circus peanuts. Those are gross. Yeah. Uh, oh, people mentioning the, the Butterfinger recipe change. That's very true. Yeah, that's they, true. They are shit now. Thrills Candy gum. necklaces. That's a good answer. Candy necklaces are straight up gross. Yeah. Candy buttons. Well, I agree with this one. Ribbon candy. Yeah, like, why? Oh, those, like, I hate those. Uh, they're shaped like orange slices, and they're really pretty. Yes. They're just disgusting. Yes. Super gross. Uh-huh. Totally Skittles agree. when you thought they were M&Ms. Very That's true. That's a good answer. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, Chalk me. hearts. Yeah. I think... Oh, oh, oh. oh Necco wafers. Those... There's Necco wafers. Someone said it. Quote, those gross-ass candies that are wrapped in either orange or black wrappers. They're like hardened peanut butter or something. The candy we all threw away after trick-or-treating. Huh. Okay. It's peanut butter taffy. Okay, I don't go on Reddit much. Why are some of these comments in orange borders with stars? Oh, it means somebody gave them an award. That means somebody paid money to let that person know that they liked their comment. Wow. Wow. I guess because this is a game show, the way that that should be set up is if one of us wins, which neither of us kept track of. And also, I don't even know if this segment's even interesting. But if you win, you should get Reddit Gold, which is what those awards are called, or Reddit oh, Silver, which is the yeah. free one. So let's say we all won Reddit Gold today. I we think did that's it, Reddit. True. Yay. Do you, do, you know the, do you know the origin of we did it, Reddit? Uh, I might have once, but I could not. No. The it was short after answer the, is no. The, Bos the Boston Marathon Okay, bombing, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I should have said. Yeah, okay. And yeah. they found the wrong guy. Yep, we did it, Reddit. Yep, that poor, poor person. Well, um, neat. We did a couple of unsuccessful segments. Do you want to do I some more unsuccessful successful. segments? Sure. What else haven't we done in a while? What are your subs? Tell me yeah, your subs. Yeah, but we know that. Yeah, I, I was yeah. just thinking about that on the way over here today. Uh, spam a lot? Spam a lot? Oh, we go through our spam. I love it. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> this this uh, episode feels so desperate. <laughs> I was perfect. I was perfectly happy to just do like a normal uh, sitting and talking one because I wanted to debrief on like tour and stuff. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. You know what? Let, let's do that. That's more fun than uh, another. Uh, That's true. But, so let's, but, let's... but to humor me, will you play the spam a lot theme anyway? In the yes, episode? if I find it, I'll put it right here. <laughs> Hark, fellow travelers. And welcome to the bit known as Spamalot. Great. Um, yeah, so tour debrief. That's right. That's what we were originally going to talk about. And then we got yeah. sidetracked by these segments. Uh, what do you want to know? 
Best and worst thing you ate. Also, best and worst bathroom. Oh, well. Uh, best thing I ate. Let me look at... You know, the, the thing about tour is... Uh, a lot of the food you get after the show is backstage and has been sitting there an hour and <laughs> is not the world's greatest. Um, so there was some stuff that could have been really good, but that was just hanging out backstage for too long. Let me see. Let me look here. What did we eat? Um, I had a, <laughs> This is a boring answer. When we did our New York show date, I popped out to a local like restaurant and had a really good... like. Mediterranean fried chicken cutlet sandwich on a pita. It was really, it was like a chi like a chicken schnitzel with hummus and like Mediterranean oh, vegetables hummus. on it. I was I was about to ask what the really sauce great. situation was and mm. yep. Well, hummy. Uh, I went to my favorite mm. uh, breakfast spot in Somerville, Massachusetts, uh, called Sound Bites, which is a little cafe. It has I've never seen this anywhere else. Uh, all the drinks are self-service. Everything else you order normally. But there's a big in the back of the restaurant, and it's it's pretty small. You go and you get your coffee cup. Coffee cups are hanging from a little mug tree kind of thing. And you just take it, and there's an urn, and you get your coffee. Anything you want drink-wise, you just go get yourself. And this is because this place is very... Not because, but one of the advantages, this place is very popular on the weekends for, like, brunch. And mm. uh, while you're waiting, you know online in the cold boston weather you can go get yourself a mug of hot coffee and just drink it i used to go to this place when i was just out of college and i had friends that lived nearby and it's so it's like i think the guy that runs it is syrian originally i believe and so a lot of things have sort of like a middle eastern sort of vibe to them on the menu or you can just get mm. your standard you know breakfasty type stuff I, I love that place there's a very interesting story, too, about that restaurant and the restaurant next door where the owners hate each other and are maybe related. And there's a big Boston Globe article. Yeah, let me see if I can find this, actually. That sounds Boston great. Boston Globe Sound Bites <clears throat> uh, feud. It's Boston.com. It's not the Boston Globe. But there's an article here. Uh, where they, someone's calling this the Ball Street Breakfast Wars. Ball Square, sorry. Ball Square <laughs> Breakfast Wars. Here, I'll send you this article. But I, yeah. Here you go. Great. Put this right here so you can read better. So I was able to go there. That was great. Um, worst thing, I don't, you know, I had some uh, pretty shitty food at a, uh, like an alehouse in Asbury Park. When we were there in New Jersey. What food? Uh, it was like pub food, and it was just really salty That's not a specific... I know cold. what pub food is, but what specifically did you eat? Uh, it was like a grilled chicken sandwich, and it was just completely boring and nothing... Ugh. I didn't have anything that was actively gross, but that, that stands out as like... The thing that was really bad about that is I ordered a beer... And it was not, I was surrounded, like my sister was there, a bunch of college friends, a guy I grew up down the street from, uh, I think I mentioned this in my tour diaries, who's about 10 years older, I think almost exactly 10 years older than I am, and I'd get on the bus, because we went to the same school, in the morning, and he'd go, hey, fascist, hey, Weck, you're a fascist, and I was like, what, I was like six at the time, or whatever, 
but he's a very nice guy. You know, he was just like a stupid Calling teenager a at the time. Calling a six-year-old a fascist. Oh, he called me a hilarious. fascist and a communist and a oh. bunch of other like political terms. Um, I'm sure his parents were great. Now we're friends. His parents were great. Like, uh, truly a nice guy uh, now, but maybe not. You know, the most sensitive teenager. Um. Oh, we had New Haven Pizza. That's what I should really put on the list. Like, I had a New Haven clam pizza, and it was extra dope. So, that Are was we great. Talking we talking, like, fried clams or just clams? Like No, it's, like, like chunky non-fried clams. Like, you'd find, like, clam bits, like you'd find in clam chowder. It's like if you took the non-pasta parts of white clam sauce, like in linguine and white clam sauce, so the mm -hmm. white clam sauce, and put that on a pizza, it was great. So, we went to Sally's. Which, Sally, there are two uh, uh, competing New Haven pizza restaurants, Pepe's and Sally's, and I think it's Frank Pepe's, but we couldn't get into Frank Pepe's. We went to the one next door, which is Sally's, which is, I believe, called Sally's A Pizza, A-P-I-Z-Z-A, -Z -Z -A, for whatever reason. I'm sure there's a good reason. And we all went there before the show, and it was great. Wow. Um, Bathroom-wise. Best uh, and worst. The worst was... The venue we played in Atlanta, <laughs> uh, in the green room, uh, the green room, some green rooms are very nice. Others are less nice. This green room was bad. And the bathroom was, uh, a, <laughs> it was all cinder blocks. The whole green room was the bathroom was one of those toilets without a tank. So it's just like a standalone bowl with a metal pipe sticking out the back. Oh, and no. There was a paint-covered stepladder with a roll of toilet paper just sitting on it. So there wasn't even a toilet paper stand. It was just like this dirty old stepladder with a roll of toilet paper. And that was the grossest. Good for um, them. Best bathroom. Another, actually, I, I think I put a picture of this in my stories. Uh, in Detroit, we were at the Masonic Theater, a supposedly haunted building. Um, an old Masonic temple, which is huge, fucking huge. And in the shower, the shower <laughs> curtain, there was a like pipe coming straight through the shower and the shower curtain had one point of support in the middle of it. And so when I came in, the shower curtain, the rod was tilted because mm. it had not been perfectly balanced on its midpoint. <laughs> that was weird. Um... But, uh, yeah, I'm looking through the venues. Probably, I don't know, nicest, you know what, I'll go nicest green room. Uh, Milwaukee at the Pabst Theater, because they had burger time. Wow. They had one of those multi-arcade machines, and I played burger oh, time Oh, that's lot. tight. Okay. I thought you were just yeah. referring to the fact that there were burgers. Um, no, no. Like, yeah, they had they had the, the burger time machine. Uh, yeah, honestly, some of these theaters were amazing old cool venues i talked about this in the tour diary so uh the, i mean the big drama from the tour was just being able to get places with this stupid fucking bus yeah but, what 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 is the total count of times that the bus broke down or was unusable well it depends what you mean like actually stopped functioning and wouldn't drive is two including on the last day and once in the middle of the streets in milwaukee but was unusable even though it could technically drive was much higher because like the air conditioner was broken oh, and okay. which doesn't sound like a fatal thing, except there are no windows by the bunks 
and it was very it was hot for most of the trip because we were in early september uh and it just would have been a nightmare to try you know the bus one time we got yeah. in uh, after the buffalo gig and that was it was probably 100 degrees on the bus with no ventilation you know so you can't like, sleep in that right um uh and then the, variously the generator didn't work by the time we left the air conditioner this was after I put out the tour diary, so I didn't say this. The air conditioner was leaking so much that the wood paneling on the floor was warped. And you would step on it, and it was, like, ridged because it uh. had been so thoroughly warped by the water leaking off the air conditioner. It's fucking insane. Um, well, that's that's so fun and glamorous. I'm, I'm, it is. I'm glad that you got to have your tour. I did. Uh, I went to a lot of art museums. Did I talk about that? No, you didn't. I went to, so with my LACMA membership, I get it, you know, it has reciprocity right. with a bunch. So I went to a few art museums I hadn't been to before. I went to the High in Atlanta. Which oh, never the High is fucking awesome. It was great. Uh, it was right across the street from our venue. So I huh. was able to go there, you know, very easily. Uh, I'd been to the Chicago Art Institute or Art Institute of Chicago before a bunch, but always going to go again because it's great see that big georgia o'keefe with the clouds um Ooh. the henry moore sculpture room well sorry that's toronto but there are there's henry moore stuff around um i like big blobby weird shit uh went to two or three museums in charlotte uh a couple oh. modern art museums uh that were right in downtown charlotte which i found walking around i forget their names offhand um, but those were cool. One was bigger than the other. Uh, one was specifically American art from like dating back, I think into the 1700s and then up through modern stuff. They had a couple, uh, 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 Kendall Wiley paintings. Really? Which, yeah. That's love awesome. Kendall Wiley. Um, and what else did they have there? Just random, you know, a bunch of other cool random other shit. Uh, what other art museums? I think that might be it for art museums. I feel like I maybe did one more somewhere. I'm looking around. Uh, not Minneapolis. Yeah, that was probably it. Well, wonderful. Yes. I, uh, you know, yeah. I, I didn't, you know, go touring across the country or anything. I've been sitting in the same six by six area for pretty much the majority of the month. But, and I think I'll... I think this is one of my peaches, but went to not scary farm over the weekend. Yes. <clears throat> and it rained, so the sliders couldn't fucking slide. <sighs> Tragic. It was heartbreaking. I could hear their little like tick, 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 when they were oh. running around and they just couldn't slide because it was raining too much. There's, you know, there's a famous saying, there's, there's nothing sadder than a damp slider. <laughs> I, they still, they did a great job though. Like, I got to say, the the zone that has all the clowns, they're on another level. Like, I think Ghost Town is being put to shame by the clown zone. Really? Uh, yeah, they just had, like, perfect energy. We're getting people left and right. We, we would just, like, go to the different zones and post up and people watch. And also, like, Vernon desperately wanted to be scared. And so he, like, was intentionally standing, like, out with his back to the crowd so people would come get him. And it, and they, it to totally worked. It was great. I mean, if, if he wanted to be scared, he could just get back on Twitter. <clears throat> Thank you. 
Very good, very good. Uh, they also had they had the mazes from last year, which were good. They had two new ones, one of which I just have some notes. It was it was called like <laughs> Bloodlines eighteen forty two. That's a good segment title, by the way. I, <laughs> I just have, have some, some notes. notes. <laughs> I actually think that's great. I've been thinking of proposing uh, sort of an anti what's poppin' just uh -huh. for shit that we really really hated. You know, sure, I'm into it. This is I I don't think that's exactly the same as I have some notes. Yes, but I think I have some notes should be and then the the, yes. the theme is like the sound of like writing. Yeah, like I, or I was thinking a typewriter. Yes, like yeah. Okay, great. I love that. I have some notes. Anyway, so not scary farm. I have some notes. Bloodlines 19 1842 whatever. We go in, there's one of those like pre-ride screens where it's a guy talking about like, oh, where you're here, you're going to fight, you're going to fight the the vampires and you're going to go, you're going to get your weapon. And it was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> the, I th all of the mazes at Not Scary Farm are like, you just walk around. And mm -hmm. then suddenly like the wall opens up and it's like, get your weapon. And you get like a shitty laser tag gun. But also it's all steampunky. Wow. Oh, weird. And it's like a laser gun. Uh, and they're like, all right, go, go fight the the whatever. <laughs> like, didn't know what to shoot at. There are scares coming at you, and it's like, am I supposed to shoot them? But then also I felt bad for shooting at the scare actor because it's like I yep. just have this stupid gun. doesn't show you how right. to reload. They're, they're called crisis actors. <laughs> anyway, they're... <laughs> There are multiple of these, like, you know, stop in a room and here's a guy who's, like, mouthing over some ADR, you know, speaking. It's like, great job. We, we got to go get the the king, question mark. It was just, like, shit kept happening. Huh. And it wasn't necessarily scary. I liked the introduction of, like, here's a secondary objective that makes it way easier for you to get scared because you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to shoot at? And yeah. then, like, it was over and you're turning in your gun. And I... Were we the vampires? Were we fighting the vampires? It's, it's the 1800s steampunk. It, too confusing. It just did not work. Um, yeah. It's like 30 so that, days of not. <laughs> very, very good. Very, very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so that's our new segment. I have some notes. <sighs> Great. Well, speaking of that, should we go on to the opposite of this segment? The pop yes. culture recommendation segment? I do hold on. I do want to hold space for a future segment that is anti what's popping because I didn't say I have. Do you some have notes something? With a sense. No, I, I I I just sometimes I do. We talked about what I would pick on a minisode recently with the terrible young and old yes, novel that I was right. talking about. But sometimes I come in here and I am fired up about how bad a thing is, and I feel like we need yeah. to hold space. I think for that's that. good. We can call um, it what's what's nopping. <laughs> We can do better. We can do better. Will we? I don't know. But I, I think we have we the will. capacity to do it. Anyway, so at some point in the near future, I would love to have that. That's a very, like, as-needed segment. Yeah. This is a very, like, yes. housekeeping-y episode. Sure. Sort I think of. That it's important to do these. Yes. <clears throat> well, anyway, so it's time for the segment that you like. 
yeah, uh, as usual, I'll keep this introduction short because that's what I like to do. Uh, far be it for me. I would never want to waste anyone's time, least of all yours. This segment is our pop culture recommendation segment where we get to talk about a book, a movie, a video game, something we've been enjoying recently. The segment is called What's Poppin'? And the theme song goes here. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? Great. That was the What's Poppin' theme song. I was I was ready to play you you apologizing for for dragging this for out what? in the event. I've never have. dragged this out ever. I do I make things precisely as hey long as they need it's to be. Brian here. I just wanted to take a second to address something that's been on my mind for a while. As we all know, I'm I don't a know who this guy is, but I, put a lot of <laughs> I don't I don't like him. The songs we use on this show. Every time we introduce the segment, what's poppin', I like to ask the guests this what feels they fake. thought of my theme song. I'm ashamed to say that I Your still haven't asked this question and draw up this introduction for as long as possible because I just want people to hang out with me more. In short, I'm sorry for wasting everyone's time with my what's poppin' introduction, and I just wanted to issue a formal apology to my co-host Layton, who is always right. Thanks, and enjoy the show. <laughs> I have to say, the, the thing there, the, the thing that feels the most me is the the pause before who is always right and the cadence <laughs> yes, of who is always right. 100%. It's exactly the way I would do that. Exactly the way I would do that. My co-host Layton, who is always right. Who is always right. Yeah. It, yes. it is so weird how it picks up on some of those things and then does enjoy the show. The show. Uh, I, I was there. I would like, it would be fun to have a segment too. I love bullshitting and uh, I, you know, there, there are these kind of, uh, what was the thing called? It was like they would give someone, it was like a, a kind of pub thing, nerd night type thing, where they'd give someone slides they'd never seen before and they had to make up a presentation. Oh, yeah. On the slides. You know what I'm talking about? I forget the name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be fun to do to a do thing that, where we just like, like bullshit it. We got a topic and just went off on it despite knowing nothing yeah. about it. The only problem is I know so much about so many things. It'd be a challenge <laughs> in my personal case. Yeah, to find something I don't know about. I bet. I bet we could. We could figure something out. Uh, uh, who's messaging me? Stop! Me you're interrupting the f the the flow of my bits. God damn it! Fucking print. Uh, what's popping? <laughs> uh, what's popping for me is there was a stream that good old Tim and Eric did. Uh, maybe February of this year that I didn't know about until it mm. uh, way after it happened. But I got recommended like a compilation from this stream, which is Tim and Eric brand ambassadors. So if you go on YouTube, there's a 30 minute compilation. But if you're sneaky, you uh -oh. can find the full stream very easily. And it is so fucking good it's tim and eric sitting together and they watch and do commentary on every ad that they've ever done that's great. um and it's a lot of them being like oh jesus this one's rough and like explaining <laughs> their process and uh -huh. also talking about behind the, like they did a series of absolute vodka ads with uh zach galifianakis did they really? oh wow they did and they're really funny but they get to the third one where it kind of goes off the rails and they're just like these are the only takes we weren't laughing in. That's this whole thing. Like you can see me laughing in this one. It, it's just Look like a joy. This. They're a cracking vodka up. movie by Zach Galifianakis, yeah. Tim and Eric. Huh? Crazy. They did like a bunch of surprising ones. They did Shrek ones. They did 
Red Lobster. <laughs> they did like this extended thing for Saints Row where both of them are like, we have no, we don't know what wow. video games are. Like, I don't know what Saints Row is. Crazy. Um, yeah. And then also like the Terry Crews Old Spice ones that they directed. Ah. They directed um, those. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Not the initial, like, I'm on a horse one, yeah, but yeah. a bunch of the later ones. And they were saying that, like, hmm. those those got them so much work, but they felt like it wasn't really their thing just because, like, it was all kind of, all the jokes were yeah, made. Yeah. It was more so, like, a brief try. Anyway, I thought it was fascinating. And especially as somebody who, like, doesn't like Tim and Eric the sh- awesome show because i just like had aged i i didn't i wasn't the right age when it came out and i am so annoyed by like the bad editing habits and quirks that yep. it introduced and popularized i know but i think yes seeing them talk about it and sort of both of them kind of being super over it at this point was like really fascinating of them just like pointing out the stuff that they still think is funny and the stuff that they don't I, I, it's amazing yeah. I had a great time watching it, and I was like laughing so hard my stomach hurt. So please send me a link to that. I'd like to. I will. Yes. See it. Uh, yeah. So that's what's popping. What's popping for you, cool. Brian? Uh, well, first of all, this toy hat, which I'm sporting today, uh, in, in a in a uh-huh. typical young person fashion, brim mm-hmm. to the back. Actually, do you want to see me look really cool? Uh, I don't know if I'm prepared for that. There we go. Look at that, huh? Did you do something? The megapixel of the view is so I just. Oh, I, I really turned my brim to the side. Different. Oh, I can't see that. It's, it's quite flippant. <laughs> All right, I'm turning it back in the right way. Ah, yes. Now I see the the bright patch there of your is. fucking there forehead. You can see my gray hair <clears> just above it. Uh, what's actually popping for me today is uh, I mentioned this briefly uh, on an episode, and because we recorded a bunch of episodes, I can't remember if this one has come out already. I think it has. Uh, but it is the book Word by Word by the lexicographer Corey Stamper, and she is a uh, a dictionary writer, a lexicographer, and she has this really wonderful book. It's kind of a memoir, uh, but also a lot just about the English language and cool things about it uh, and what it's like to work at Merriam-Webster, and she hmm. is a fantastic writer. I mean, just like really compelling and fun to read. She obviously has a great grasp of language because that's her fucking job. Uh, but I'm sure not everybody translate that translates that into being a good writer. But this book is just like it's so fun to hear about her journey with language and what it is like to work at one of these big dictionaries. Uh, yeah, I, I love the book. I'm learning a lot. Uh, it's you know you hear a lot about or she writes a lot about what people think dictionaries should do and what they actually do, uh, which is to say they describe, they do not prescribe. Um, And also one of the people who shows up in the book is a friend of mine and one of my old improv teachers, Steve Kleinedler. So who I knew was a lexicographer, but I was just like, Oh my God, Steve's in the book. Uh, So it's nice to, you know, be reading a book, a nonfiction book and turn the page and be like, Whoa, I know that guy. (laughs) <laughs> so that's like Wild. extra fun. Yep. Neat. So that's my what's popping. That's what's popping. Now it's time for our final segment that needs no introduction. Because listen, if you're listening to this episode, if this is somehow your first episode of Late Night, what are you doing? Wow. Also, you and I both know how this segment goes and that I hate introducing it because I don't know what to say and I don't 
you know, I'm, I'm not a natural with introducing segments like you are. Oh, I strongly disagree. Put the theme song for the shit that we're about to do. Here. Bam. Theme song. You got theme songed. Uh, <laughs> gonna clip that so everyone can use it. <laughs> um, um, I I have a lemon. I can go first. Go for it. Go for it. Now look, I, I this is actually most lemons. I'm not reluctant to talk about. Little reluctant to talk about this because I don't want to cr- come across as too judgy or negative, but. You uh, would never, Brian, judgy, me, negative? Me, what? never. Not with a hat like this and my young person <laughs> attitude. Uh, so we do we do ask, uh, I'm going to talk about tour a little bit. Uh, we do ask people to, except for a moment at the end of the show, to not be recording videos or pictures or stuff like that. Just like out of, you know, respect for us and the people around you, please put the phones away. Except for at the very end of the show, we'll tell you when it's like time to do it. And then you can take as many pictures or videos as you want. Yet I see so many fucking videos of this tour getting posted. We're doing new songs. You know, we're kind of workshopping them. Not really. Like the songs are basically done. But it's Mm -hmm. like we ask people not to use these phones for a reason. And it bums me out. Obviously, you can't control people's behavior. We're not sure gonna like stop the show to we're not gonna patty lupone this situation and stop the show to ask people to stop using their phones but it is a bummer to say hey please don't do this there's a very explicit request at the beginning of the show and then see people using the phones anyway i understand why people do it i totally get it but i don't know it's also it is a different i don't know if it's generational or just personal behavior i never ever when i'm at a show take out my phone and take pictures or videos i just don't want to do it it is not the way i want to experience that show and furthermore i'm not going to go back and watch those later like literally no who watches the fucking videos i'm sure there are people who do maybe it's it's, just a temperamental thing okay you like this artist you've listened to these songs hundreds of times you see them you're in the same room you see them you're experiencing it live why would you take a video to cheapen your actual experience because you're not actually watching them you're watching that's right now you're watching your phone screen and you might as well just listen to the fucking song on spotify or whatever if that's what you're gonna do like well and so yes so there's just like an innate kind of personal choice there which i totally understand Mm -hmm. and if the artist is cool with it you know fine go crazy yeah uh but when the artist says please don't do that yes so that's my line yes i've certainly told this story or at least parts of it on the show of when i went to that neutral milk hotel concert Mm -hmm. but they did a very similar thing at the beginning where they were like hey please don't you know take take pictures or videos it really stresses the performers out and it was like very specifically hammered of like it stresses them out don't do it um, and people, yeah. and I was separated from my friends who were all together and I was in another area and they had a guy who was in front of them who was like filming and taking flash photos the whole time. And they like kept getting on him and they were like, dude, show some respect. And the guy turns around, pulls up his sleeve and goes, you want respect? This is fucking respect. And he had a really terrible tattoo of Anne Frank with lyrics, oh my God. with neutral milk hotel lyrics on it. 
What? I do not remember this story. <laughs> Anne Frank? Wow. Yeah, well, that that's... <laughs> Jeff Mangum is obsessed with Anne Frank, and a lot oh, of the songs, okay. especially on Aeroplane Over the Sea, are about Anne Frank. Oh, yeah, it's so, been a long time since I heard that album. Okay. So, yeah. That's... You want respect. This is fucking respect. Yeah. And, and look, I'm it, so it, sad, because my friends were, like, telling... They were like, we amazing. have to tell you what happened, and the fact that I was not able to see the terrible Anne Frank tattoo, just... It's an affront against your personhood. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's my lemon. It's not a big deal, but. Valid. Well, it's good that everybody listening knows that you hate them now. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. My lemon is I didn't actually think about it or get a good one. Just like frustrated with my own, with me, with my own inertia mm-hmm. of just like. Here are tangible ways in which I could improve my quality of life and mental health. And will I do those things? Fuck, oh. absolutely no, not, no. Um, yes, I relate to And then this. I sit in therapy and I talk about it. And then my therapist is like, you can do it. It will help you. We just spent an hour talking about it. And you just paid me a lot of money for me to tell you that you should do these things. And I'm like, yeah. And then what do I do? What do I do? No, not the do things. Them. And then... Then I'm like, fuck, I hate myself that I can't do these basic things. And then it just turns into like, well, if I hate myself for not doing them, I guess I'm a piece of shit and I'm just like never going to do it. And then it just. Listeners, I'm doing a little circular. Yes. Cyclical motion to describe how I never learn anything. I never learn. I don't learn. Do you want to give us an example? Can you give an example of something like that? Or is it too? Okay fine well i don't i don't know yeah uh you you certainly do not have to okay it's a variety of things it'll be like a bunch of things at once where it's like here are a bunch of basic things i need to do to be an adult and live we've all had this experience it's all you know from like i don't know exercise a little more or whatever like it's Mm -hmm. things that are not in principle hard to do but getting the wherewithal to do them yes make one specific phone call that will take you five minutes uh, I, to, to me, I find this a lot with doctor's appointments. It's like, I don't feel so good. Should I call the doctor? Yeah, maybe in four weeks. It's like, no, <laughs> yeah, I could once I'm feel dead. better. Yeah, like I could feel better now if I just called the fucking doctor. But no, I'm just going to wait it out until it gets unbearable or goes away. Yeah, I I was talking about this with Jory Semi recently of just like how so many of those anxiety thought loops are like, Really, the end game of this is me intentionally lowering my quality of life because I yeah. and and then the yeah, next yeah. step where it's like because you don't deserve to feel good. Uh-huh. It's like yep, yep. Do you do I, the I, thing? I, Sorry, go ahead. No, I I lost it. Go ahead. I was gonna say, do you do the thing where it's like, yeah, where the, the excuse for not doing something is. There's a very easy to postpone or cancel meeting that you had scheduled. And you're like, well, look, I can't do that because I have a five minute phone call at 2 p.m. That can be <laughs> yes. done literally any time. <laughs> but I told the person I'm going to do it now. They wouldn't care if I moved it. They have no there's nothing urgent about it. But look, I just mm-hmm. I'm busy all afternoon because I have that one <laughs> phone call. I can't move it. So I get oh, I guess I can't go to the doctor this week or whatever. It's like, no, you could also just text them and be like, hey, could we move? It? By the way, like the other day we had this recording scheduled uh, a few days ago. 
And I was initially like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to, I got this anniversary coming up. I don't have time. And I was like, wait a minute. No, I could just text Layton and be like, hey, can we do that some other time? Because on my end, I was like, fuck, we have to record tomorrow. God damn it. I don't want to record today. <laughs> and then I get the text review. Like, can we do it? And I was like, yes. Right. Yes. Well, because that's the other side of it is there is n the kindest action you can take is to postpone a movable meeting. <laughs> it is the nicest thing you can do to someone because suddenly mm -hmm. they have a free chunk of time. And as long as it's nothing urgent, yeah. you are being a good friend by saying, you know what, can we do this later? <laughs> I firmly believe this. Every time someone says to me, you know, actually, can we put this a day later? I'm like, 90% of the time, I'm like, hell yes, sick. Now I have a free hour yeah. where I didn't think I did. Yes. It's a beautiful thing, especially somebody like me who is tired all the time and loves sleeping and probably sleeps too much. Anytime a thing is canceled, it's like, oh, shit, this was my only thing for the rest of the afternoon. Yeah, I'm going the I know, fuck right? back to sleep, baby. Hell yeah. And then I wake up four hours later. Peaches. Yes, peaches. My first peach is that, you know, I... I I've been on my quest to have a nice Fallout New Vegas style pit boy. Yes. And the Etsy shops I was going to get them from were backed up so I couldn't get them before Halloween. It's not like I'm actually doing anything or going anywhere for anything for Halloween. I just wanted to do it. Uh, so I bought a really, really shitty spirit Halloween one, which I think I showed off previously. Yes, you did. Yes. But I painted the shit. I painted the fucking... <laughs> I, I painted the fuck out of it, and it looks really, really good now. Okay, I'll um, look at that when the video when I see the non-pixelated video. Yeah, yeah, I got like it's been really relaxing to paint, and I was gonna print all this extra like three D shit to put on it, but honestly, it looks good, and I don't want to deal with that. So, uh, I will print a thing so I can put my tiny phone where the screen is, and I'll make like a false screen so it will hold it in. And then I can put like a Pip-Boy app on my tiny phone cool. and I got to line it. I got to figure out because my arm's a toothpick and this does not um, yeah. work anyway. So that's, that's right. Technically, fun. you don't have arm muscles, right? Yeah, it's true. It's just, you know, string and toothpick. Uh, right. Let's see. Second peach cried in therapy for the first time with this therapist. So it's like oh. two years. Which is great, and you and Jarek were great about recording without me, which is why I was not in the record the last time. So, you know, we like to keep it real here, folks. <laughs> for an episode that I, won't come out for like a month. Yes, that's true. It, it was one of those ones where I was like, "Oh, I, we can record right after I do therapy." It's not like I ever cry in therapy. One, the one day I cry in therapy. Anyway, but that's very a good exciting. Thing. No, it is totally great. It's like great progress for me because that's difficult. Um, and then my last one is that I am very, very, very close to meeting my reading goal for this year of 50 books. I think I have amazing four left. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you could yeah. do that in a weekend knowing you. Yes. Yeah, totally. And honestly, that's like books I finished, not books I have started and not finished, which is probably amazing. like way, way more than that. Hold on. Let me, let me. That is quite a pace. It really is. Um, <clears throat> come on, show me my reading insights so I can flex. There we go. 44 of 50, 44. baby. Wow. Amazing. 
I also broke my previous streak was like a two year. Sorry, my my previous weekly streak was 68 weeks and I broke it just arbitrarily. I can't believe I did that. Anyway, last year read 89 out of 50 titles. So, well, you know, that's a, that's a lot of reading. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. Thank you. I am just as dumb as I was prior to reading the books. So I just know Look, a little I, bit more about. Some I can't let that now. statement stand late. I can't let that statement stand without know, objecting know, know. that you're not dumb. So, I know I'm not. Dumb, but I'm not. Gonna, I know. I also know that, you know, you're not dumb, but I'm yes, not going to let I'm, you. I mostly I mostly know that I'm not dumb, but I also do know that I'm dumb a little bit. But I have to fight that void, you know, but everybody's dumb a little bit. Everybody is dumb a little bit. That that should probably be the the title of this episode. Yeah. Everybody's dumb a little. Everybody's bit. dumb a little bit. And that's okay. What are your peaches? Okay, my peaches. Uh, to uh, peach number one. Uh, yesterday was, as I mentioned, my fifteenth anniversary, being married to Rachel. Today is Rachel's birthday. It's her birthday. Uh, Shit. It is her birthday. Shit. I have to text your wife. Uh, you can text her uh, right now if you want. I'm going uh, to do please that. text her. Brian says hi. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Uh, the yes. So we got married uh, the day before Rachel's birthday, and that's crazy. Um, so this is you know it is a little day of celebration here. Audrey and I went to the store this morning before Audrey went to school, and we got Rachel her favorite smoothie and some flowers, and Aww. Audrey made her a card. Uh, which I helped her with, last, or actually I just sat next to her while she made, she took a piece of paper, she folded it, wrote like nice things about Rachel on it, and then cut out a little piece of paper, taped it to one of the flaps of the card, and then cut out stuff. And I was like, what are you putting in there? And she said, oh, that's a pouch for my emotions. <laughs> and she took a little piece of paper, pieces of paper, pieces of paper, and wrote like happy, sad, you know, whatever on them and put them in this little pouch, which I thought was really cute. Why? I don't know. She's eight. Um, that that card. What was the? You know, there was an event that we were at over the summer where Audrey wrote a really funny card for it. What did What did that card say again? What I don't know what you're talking about. We what were staying at the same place, and Audrey hit me. Oh a card. yes. Oh, that's right. Yes, that event. Um, she. It was. A, we gave a gift to someone. And she wrote on the card, from Audrey and nobody else. <laughs> yes. That's right. This kid's funny. This kid is so uh, funny. Um, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, peach number two is, uh, I don't know the next time we're recording. It'll probably be a little while. But uh, we have scheduled our tour so that I'm going to be home for Halloween this year. So I get to go trick-or-treating with my kid. Uh, the last time we were on tour, which was 2019, I, I was in Europe during Halloween. And it was such a bummer to miss uh, five-year-old Halloween, which is a very cute Halloween. So it is a very cute we got to Halloween. go trick or treating last year for seven-year-old Halloween, which is great. Uh, and now it's eight-year-old Halloween, which is also a very cute Halloween. And Audrey is going to be Link, a picture I believe I have sent you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And finally, some other good tour timing news. Uh, I, about a year and a half ago, purchased tickets to see the, like, I think it's on the third year of Elton John's farewell concert now, uh, which he's been t- 
touring a farewell concert for a while, but he's back at Dodger Stadium. I thought I was going to miss it, and it turns oh. out I will get home the day of the concert. So I get to go see. I've never seen Elton John before. He is my wow all time favorite. And uh, oh yeah, I'm just such a huge fan. Uh, and I'm so excited to go see him at Dodger Stadium, like one of the iconic Elton That's... gigs with the sparkly baseball outfit and everything. Oh uh, wow, yeah. Yep, a really famous. Uh, you know, what was it 1980? I think maybe 81. Um, so I get to see him in Dodger Stadium when we get back from tour. And by the way, I also get to. I'll take an early flight and be back in time for Audrey's piano concert that day, which just got scheduled oh. recently. So wow. her piano, two piano music school. legends. Yeah, indeed. So I get to see both Audrey and Elton John play piano on the same day. The piece Audrey horrible. is playing is Zelda's Lullaby, which is very cute. Oh, my God. Yeah, I yep. think the last time I was there, she was playing, trying to play it. So that's adorable. She's, she's getting better. She, you know, the, the, the trick with her is figuring out how to help her practice. Like, mm -hmm. cause I don't want to have this habit where I have to be like standing over her. Cause that's good for precisely nobody. Yeah. Um, so that, that's the hardest part, uh, honestly, is like figuring out habits that help her and help her do it by herself. But yeah, so I'm happy I'm going to be home for both Elton John and, uh, Elton Audrey. Adorable. Yep. And those are three peaches should we make our ai voices wrap this up 100 percent. here uh, should we each how, come up with an outro and then we play them how about we you write the one for me i'll write the one for you how about okay that? yes um your wife says she's cleaning out her emails wow brutal yeah all right i want to open and i want to send it to the telegram channel i have with myself right i'm gonna start oh okay well everyone that's our show because i don't like the responsibility of ending this thing i'm going to throw to ai brian for some final thoughts but before i do that allow me to say come 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 and come Oh, that's wait. Will you play the come, come, come again? <laughs> I don't know exactly where that starts. I think it's here. But before I do that, allow me to say come, 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 and come. Hold on. Wow, that was really great. Did it like automatically pitch up or? It did. Allow me to say come, 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 and come. That has a melody to it. What it the really fuck? does. That's a famous like, uh, is it psychoacoustics kind of thing? That if you repeat a phrase enough quickly, eventually you just kind of start hearing it as a musical phrase rather than as words. Like if you say hmm. a lot of words really fast, just do that over and over and over and over and over again. Eventually you start hearing, you know, da 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 sort of oh, stuff. Or at least neat. some people do. I Hearing fake me say that is funny because my latest like little mental verbal thing is going like, um, num, 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 num. <laughs> so it's <laughs> scary. It's wait, scary. Wait, wait, wait. That's your, that, that's your like, I, anytime I do like an, um, it just starts turning into like, num, num, num. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but let, let's great. hear from, let's hear from Brian. 
Okay. Well, that's our show for today, folks. We had a great time talking about all sorts of stuff, but I don't remember what any of those things were because I'm old. Please remember to send your Leak Night drops to us at leaknight at gmail.com and we'll play them on the show. May I suggest some clips where I say things like butts, come, I like butts, I sniff butts, and I drink pee. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Crawling in my skin. Oh, it, my, my keeps, <laughs> Went my on keeps to like that. rolling into, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. That was pretty great. Well, the everyone, robots are. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> I, I thought that was the cum part again, woman. Let's just get the, the one more cum. The robots are gonna replace us. Yeah, yeah, come, 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 I'm gonna I am absolutely putting music behind this. That should be the outro music. Instead of our typical theme. Yes. One more time. Come 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 and come. Fantastic. Bye everybody. Leighton Night is produced by Brian Wecht, Leighton Gray, and Jarek Centeno. You can follow us on Twitter at at Leighton Night, on Instagram at at Leighton underscore Night, or email us at LeightonKnight at gmail.com. <laughs>